0: All right, welcome back to the Director Light Show. My name is Josh. Here with Jim Price. Jim, how are What's, we doing today?
1: Hey, boys and girls. As the as the world turns, we continue on with our sagas, our daily lives, and the world around us is showing us all the answers. Are you willing to pay attention? I think we got a lot of cool stuff going on. I really yeah, do. well,
0: you know, everybody's talking about Trump's uh, arraignment day, and uh, you know, it's funny because you got all these uh, these lefties that have. Uh, Lined up in New York City, like Trump's being arrested. Ha 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 He's gonna show up, walk in, walk out about twenty minutes later, and fly home and have a rally. I mean, yeah. and they're gonna be like, "Justice is served." Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: but your boy stepped in it. The Brags releasing the classified information or the sealed information. I mean, why? Anyway, who's gonna who's gonna charge him with that crime? Who's Biden. going to try, charge Braggs with the crime? That, that judge
0: will be ending their career because it, the, the, the persecution that is coming right now, the political persecution, Joe Biden admitted just the other day that, you know, this is all about stopping Trump from being president again. We know mm-hmm. it. They know it. Everybody knows it. And so we're about to see. Um, in- incredible backlash and support for Donald Trump come about,
1: right? Yeah. Well, and it, they're martyrizing him, and that's what, one of the things that they really shouldn't have done. I mean, they could have, you know, they could have just did the drip, drip, drip kind of like the, how they did it with this presidency. But this is them really showing off their hand again. I think it's exciting to watch this. I think it's it's and I say exciting, and not as in like, you know, it's a, it's a thrilling football game or something, but. <clears throat> It's just that there's a lot of people really becoming aware of the judicial system, the weaponization of the DOJ, the weaponization of these judges. I mean, this is literally the conversation because the the left is happening to defend what they're doing. Uh, did you see Pete, Pete Santilli actually put a stay in for Trump? Did you see that?
0: He, he put a what in?
1: Uh, Pete Santilli actually went out and put in a stay that says that uh, and that you ha- cannot persecute or prosecute on this until after a 2024 election because this a person is a, a participant in a um uh to run for president and in this if you do move forward this is an inter- uh, interfering in an election well, and uh, said either
0: said this he didn't i don't know how he can put it no he filed it oh, oh he yeah. filed
1: it with the judge i saw i actually read the paperwork on it <laughs> it was like wow, wow holy crap
0: yeah yeah
1: so Pete, pete Santilli stepped up and i don't know what it's gonna do all it's gonna do is just you know create a bump, a speed bump. It's not going to change anything. So,
0: Well, the judges don't care. I mean, we're talking about the weaponization of our whole justice system. So the judges aren't going to do anything. They don't care to do anything. But, you know, right. we have to look at the bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. Because why is Finland joining NATO today? Just just happens to be today. Isn't that oh, yeah. quite interesting?
1: Switzerland, they said Switzerland should be able to join the next two months as well. Why well, is no, Switzerland, Switzerland getting involved?
0: Sweden, Sweden. Oh,
1: Sweden. Sweden. Sorry, Sweden. the wrong S word. Sorry. Sweden,
0: Sweden. Right. Switzerland. Switzerland won't be joining anybody. Switzerland's neutral. Remember? <laughs> sure, oh yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. <laughs> We're neutral over here. <laughs> we just pack and happen to pick the winner every time. <laughs> We're amazing. Anyway. No. Well, but sw- so why so you is have
0: that? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go well, ahead. i was just
1: wondering why is it that we? we I was gonna. I'm, I'm leading into the question: Why are we having all these people join in NATO all of a sudden?
0: Well, because they're afraid of Russia and China, and oh. they want they want to build up the biggest military presence in Eastern Europe that they possibly can. And so this, this is, is not going to end well. Yeah, this is why Russia just moved nukes to Belarus. I mean. <laughs> You you want to you want to add Finland to the <sighs> NATO roster? Sure, we're going to put nukes in Belarus. I mean, we are in the midst of a cold war right now, with Russia and China. Um, Ch- Russia and China are building one of the largest economic powerhouses in the absolute world has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right, and the United States is dwindling down. The dollar's dying. The stocks are not doing good today. J.P. Morgan has came out and warned stocks are in the calm before the storm. Gas massively rose yesterday because Saudi Arabia is going to be limiting production to under a million barrels. Right. And, and that's by design, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. China, ha- uh, The Chinese wong has become the most traded currency in the world, overtaking the U.S. dollar for the first time. Japan's and, uh, going to be
1: buying their oil from uh, Russia now, not yep. us.
0: Japan is going to be well against the United States. You got to remember, the United States put a sanction cap. So basically, is that um, you know no NATO nation or uh, ally, U.S. will buy Russian oil for more than I think it was forty two dollars a barrel. And Japan wow. came out and said, "Ah, we we really don't care. We we kind of need the oil."
1: Wow, golly, guys. I mean, we, we are watching it. Now, Now, here's the thing. To sit there and say that you and I, okay, Josh, and I'm not saying we're dummies, but you and I are sitting here and seeing this blatant uh, display of us being pushed out of the thing or we're purposely pulling ourselves out of it so we're being victimized, this, we can see this in real time. And it's, there's a lot of other people that spend a lot of time only thinking about this. That's their only job is to think about this, and yet we have other things going on. And we can see this plainly. Now, there's other people who obviously can't, but at the same time, we're seeing it. They know they're seeing it. So this is a purposeful act. This is not them accidentally destroying America.
0: Right. Well, but that's, uh, I, I'm warning everybody now. I mean, I know we have Dr. Kirk Elliott on tomorrow, but what we're about Google. to see economically, I mean, you got to remember, this is how these people operate. Trump is back in the news. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to start blaming things back on him. And we're about to see the stock market tumble because, look, we have an election year next year. Uh So you can't have the stock market collapse next year. What you have to do is you have to have the stock market collapse this year. That way... Next year, Joe Biden, well, this year, Joe Biden can blame it on Donald Trump for that happening. And next year, he can come back and say, see, we saved. We had a V-shaped recovery. We, we bought the market back 30%, 40% in the last year. This is what we did. And that's the platform mm-hmm. that they'll run on.
1: Silver is up $7 in two weeks. Gold is over 2000 uh, We today. We are really getting in the middle of this whole thing. This is amazing to see gold is two thousand thirty eight today and that's a nine percent in for the month ten percent since the for the month on them uh silver is this is just craziness like if people need to realize this at eight we're talking eighteen point two five percent uh jump in silver you're up almost twenty percent if you just invested silver a month ago you're up twenty yeah. percent so if you put a thousand bucks in there you have you have 1200 dollars now okay just just and your silver didn't do anything it's still a pound of silver or whatever you got in silver right i mean that is a that's a big mo- that's a big move now gold has only done 10 percent, but we've always been talking about silver how silver was going to be more active how it had a bigger spring to it right i mean the platinum and palladium they really haven't done anything but silver has been your biggest mover in the last month
0: Well, and it's going to continue to move up, and and for the next five years, gold, silver, precious metals are going to be the place that people want to be to get a certain return on investment because it's going to be incredibly volatile and unstable in the other currency markets. But Mm -hmm. one thing that we have to understand is that the only way out of this situation that we're in right now economically is innovation, is a new technological market coming about and innovation being brought into that market. And so we do have artificial intelligence, we do have computer learning, we do have um, alternative energy solutions like fusion energy, which was proven viable just last year. So these types of technologies could revolutionize the next decade, but it's gonna take a, a good five years to implement the foundation for them to become innovative. But you know that means though, that within you know, five years to a decade, we're going to have a massive golden age of prosperity. And so I urge people to, to look at various different investment points right now for these types of things, because they're going to become incredibly good investments over the next decade. But right now you need to protect your assets. You need to protect your wealth because what we're entering into is not, I wouldn't even call it an economic collapse, call it a transference of wealth. You got to remember mm-hmm. they want you poor, sick, jobless, hungry, homeless, and defenseless. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. That's the only way that they succeed and win with this plan because if they get everybody in America like that, like they did during the Great Depression, people won't rise up, people won't stand up, people are in fear for their children, people are in fear for their family, and people will be looking for the government for solutions. And this is where things begin to get radical because people will accept any any relief from the misery of their lives during those points in times, especially communism, socialism, or, or quasi-socialist policies that become implemented. And you darn well know that they have uh, they have it all ready to go, the, the problem, reaction, solution. Right. So we're heading into this right now. This is just the beginning. The storm is here. We'll be right back with the Dark Life Show. Dark to
1: light on the WYSL stations.
0: You know, Jim, it's uh, it's interesting that you mentioned gold and silver. Uh, silver mm-hmm. is up four point three percent today, and gold is up two point one percent today. Uh, Just today. And this is a tale of things to come. Oh my goodness, it's coming.
1: Well, I who I you know what I'm trying to think about. These guys that were talking about this on the radio, they were talking about something about silver. I don't know. It was some weird. Some about buying stuff and i i mean obviously it wasn't important i mean who needs to buy silver and gold i mean those guys are crazy Mm -hmm. this is actually uh this is actually pretty neat guys i mean there's a lot of stuff that we have talked about that you guys got to be a part of you know the early conversations you don't have to be the one that goes man i wish i woulda you know we've, we've been banging this drum i mean what i i got out of the stock market completely what was it two years ago because I saw it then, I thought, man, there's no way I'm sticking around because I just didn't like the the big buys, the way it seemed like the like almost it was like fake money was float while well, it's all fake money, but um, it just really seemed fake in the stock market, the way things were moving around and how you know businesses would t- suddenly take a huge jump for no particular reason, and even though they didn't have any like special contracts and going on and but we've been talking about this. We've really been on the front of of how this whole thing is going to go down. it's been cool. So well, I'm yeah, glad to be a no, part and, of
0: it. And, you know, I, for me, what I recommend to people is, you know, if you don't want to get completely out of the stock market, get into commodities, get into energy. Those are things are going to skyrocket during these times of hard economic depression, um, if you're able to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, gold and silver obviously good investment, but also diversify in the sense of your your currencies. You know, go out there, and people are, you know, I I understand how people feel about this. Buy some Bitcoin. I'm telling you, just buy some Bitcoin. Buy a few hundred dollars worth, a few thousand dollars worth. I make Mm -hmm. nothing off of this, but buy some Bitcoin. The reason I say that is because, Jim, you know, when Venezuela collapsed back in the day. Right. Overnight, their value of their currency was inflated, where $1 was now... Um, You know, $1 buying power was now $2,000 buying power. So this was massive hyperinflation of their their currency. Mm -hmm. So what did they do? Well, most people were out on the streets. They had nothing. They were fighting. Crime ran rampant. They were killing each other. But merchants started accepting Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And people started going out there and buying Bitcoin and using Bitcoin for transactions. People in the United States were sending family members Bitcoin um, to help them get through the time. And, you know, just, you know, 0.001 Bitcoin to them was buying them everything that they needed. Right. It was making their their mortgage payments. It was making their car payments. It was, you know, Bitcoin is one millionth of a Bitcoin is called a Satoshi. And so in the near future here, the kind of way Bitcoin works and operates is one Bitcoin is worth about $28,000 right now. I guarantee you, I guarantee you within the next two years, that price is going to be closer to $100,000 of Bitcoin. Really? Yes, it still will be around. In the next 10 years, that price is going to be closer to about a half a million dollars of Bitcoin. And in the next 20 years, that price will probably be close to a million dollars of Bitcoin. The reason I say that is because people look at it as kind of like, you know, it's just digital ones and zeros. No, no, no. It's it's actually not. There, there's such an integrated network that goes into what Bitcoin actually is. And people say, well, you know, what if the power goes out? So what if the power goes out? Your credit cards don't work. People aren't going to accept cash. It's going to be a barter and trade society. And then when the power comes back on, you have Bitcoin. It doesn't go right. away. And so... Bitcoin right now, in the future, it's going to be looked at as how many Satoshis do you have. Right now, it's how much Bitcoin do you have. Right. But if you can imagine that, you know, hey, I have, um, you know, 20,000, 30,000 Satoshis. And the average cost of products, you know, the average cost of groceries at the grocery store is, uh, you know, 10 Satoshis. You're doing pretty right. well because you invested in Bitcoin early, and that's kind of what we're going to be seeing here in the near future. And so, I highly recommend people go out there. And if you, and if you want to know how to buy and how to hold and do all these things, I don't recommend holding on cryptocurrency exchanges. So, if you got right. a Coinbase app, if you got, um, if you're buying on Robinhood, I absolutely do not buy on a Robinhood app. Um, if you got Crypto.com, those are the two most popular. Binance is you buy it there and then you transfer it to a hybrid or to a cold storage wallet. And once Mm -hmm. it's there, you have multiple different options of how to utilize it from that point. But if it's not your keys, it's not your crypto. And that means that it's just like a bank or an investment account. If that company goes under, they're taking your money as collateral. They're taking your money to pay off their bills. And you don't want that to happen. So you can pull your Bitcoin out and transfer it to an external wallet and it's yours. And you can just let it sit there and not use it until one day it's worth a million dollars and you're like, oh, hey, look at this. I Oops. got some Bitcoin. Hey, what's the whole
1: business. thing with the the SEC? Like the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission. I mean, what are we, what are we doing with them and why do they keep getting involved in, in these crypto coins and trying to make them sound bad?
0: The reason is, is because... We have the introduction of central bank digital currencies coming, and this is the mm-hmm. real thing that they're trying to hide from everybody, is the, ch- is the change of the monetary system that's occurring right now in the world. Um, the, the, the the Trump indictment, everything that you're seeing happening, all the false flags, this is to keep your mind off of the political corruption of the left, The the exasperated war that's happening right now, that's leading the world war three and the train mm-hmm. in the change of the monetary system. And so they're entering into what's known as central bank digital currencies. Now, the difference between a central bank digital currency and a digital currency that I'm talking about is imagine a central bank digital currency has a group of computers that runs its network. They mm-hmm. own and control all those computers, which means that they own and control all the data, all the transactions. They can make those transactions public or private, it's up to them. In a decentralized blockchain like Bitcoin, everything is 100% completely public. Every single transaction that happens is public, except your wallet or your information is encrypted. Nobody knows that it's you, they can only see the amount that is being spent. So if you know a government agency's wallet address you can watch everywhere that they put money and then you can follow that money to let's say ukraine you can see how ukraine distributes that money and then you can see where ukraine spends that money that's kind of really nice as well as decentralized means that the network isn't controlled by one central authority it's distributed amongst several people bitcoin there's there's uh hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin miners out there, and none of them are all affiliated with one country or one business or anything of that nature. It's simply a whole bunch of people going out there and connecting to a network and creating what's known as a peer-to-peer decentralized network, which Mm. means is if, let's say, that China went and arrested all of their Bitcoin miners, which they did two years ago. Bitcoin, nothing happened to Bitcoin. And that was 30% of all mining of Bitcoin. Bitcoin didn't go offline. Why? Because there was stability globally of that network and infrastructure. And so Hmm. what happens there is this brings a level of resiliency as well as security and protection. If the federal government went in right now to ban Bitcoin, they absolutely could not. They could not shut it down. Because as long as you have a certain amount of people keeping that network up, Bitcoin will stay alive, and there's no right. way possible unless uh an e m p went globally and took out every single piece of electronic equipment on this planet that 's the only way that you could destroy bitcoin
1: right well it's just it's amazing when you watch them you know the government it 's like when the government attacks something, you honestly should support it you know and that's and that's what i've been saying about so many things you know when we talk about you know how we 're seeing. This thing de-evolve over the last couple of years, you know. You you do see the fact that you need to be thinking about okay, if the government doesn't want you having chickens, or the government doesn't want you having food stores, or the government doesn't want you getting your meat from a local producer, you know, then you got to look at like, okay, that's what I need to do, right? I need to do opposite of what my government's doing, and that's the sad part. Is I call it opposite disease. You see them doing it, you go the other way. If you know, they're starting to tell you that, you know, uh, XRP or Dogecoin or Bitcoin or all these other ones are, oh, they're bad? Well, <laughs> I, I start looking at them a lot harder and go, well, maybe they're not so bad. You know, the the government really has, has given us the best example. I guess it's kind of like having a, uh, an alcoholic parent, you know, an abusive alcoholic parent. You do opposite of what they did, and you'll, have a, you'll be a successful parent when you grow up. I mean, you just don't be, the, be what they are, and that's what the government's showing you. Don't be us. Go do something other than this, and that's where the, we talk about the parallel economy effect in everything we're doing. Just by us talking about this is creating a parallel effect. It's putting different thought patterns out there that can create the success that we're looking for.
0: Well, and, and to help people out there, because people like look at all this stuff, digital currencies is the mark of the beast. Central bank digital uh, currencies will be the mark of the beast. Bitcoin is the solution. And I tell you that because Bitcoin is not going to be injected under your skin. Bitcoin is completely controlled by, by you. It's transparent by you. It's an alternative decentralized payment solution that could is a great investment. But also, is it it just cannot be stopped by the government? So just think about that for a minute. We'll be right back with more Dr. Lightshow after this.
1: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
0: All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And, uh. Yep. Donald Trump what? inbound any minute.
1: He's inbound. Oh, he yeah, I guess it's getting close that time. Meow. So, um, hey, hey, Josh, uh, I heard that you're, uh, you know, a big Bud Light, Bud light guy. I like your new spokesman.
0: <laughs> Real men of genius.
1: Who is the dummy that walked in and said, Hey, guys, you know what we're going to do? We sell this beer to men. Uh, this will make us sell even more. No. Now, was that a one-off you know, can that they had made for themselves, or did Budweiser really send that? Has anybody really found that out yet?
0: You know, Dylan Mulvaney um, is... You know, person can be whoever he wants to be, but he, he's kind of a sicko pedo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, the fact that Budweiser brought him in just shows how detached various different corporations are from the public. I mean, the average person who drinks Bud Light is <laughs> a, a 40 to 70-year-old country Trump-loving... White man, mm-hmm. I mean, that—that's the yeah. truth. Yeah, and I can't—I can't even think of any marketing campaign that came, marketing manager that came in there and says, "Guys, look, this is what we need to do. We need to expand our audience to Gen Z, and we need to get them drinking Bud Light. How do we do that? We Dylan move 80 You know that
1: uh, Budweiser's owned by Stella beers, right? You know Budweiser's not an American company anymore. Did you know that?
0: Correct. Anheuser Budweiser Bush was sold was, out. Right, it was sold owned, out to Stella, by a German company. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, the, welcome Wake Up America. Your your hometown beer, Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri, is a foreign company, just like Dodge. Dodge is uh, owned by Fiat. So I mean, you know it's what's not even in America.
0: About that as well as I was looking into this last night, and I don't mean to cut you off there. Oh yeah, but. They have this restrict act, and I know I've been talking a lot about it, and I think it's important to talk about. But there's something interesting here that nobody is mentioning, especially in Congress, so on and so forth. And it's this, Jim. If Mm -hmm. the Senate and Congress had such a dire care for America that they wanted to protect and secure them from Chinese and Russian influence... Right. Ask yourself why they haven't went out and sanctioned the HNA Group, Bang Insurance, Chinese Investment Corporation, the Lenavo Group, the Dalian Wanda Group. These are the wealthiest investment corporations that are directly operated by the CCP that own hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland in the United States. They own Hollywood Paramount Pictures. They own... Uber, they own tons of American companies that take in tons of amounts of data. How come they're mm-hmm. not going after them? How, come How about
1: Smithfield Farms when they, you know, all your pork producers, Smithfield Farms, that's, that's China owned too.
0: That's right. So if they really cared about America, why are mm-hmm. they not going after these companies and saying, hey, you can no longer do business in the United States of America. You need to sell all your shares. Goodbye. You need to sell all your land. Goodbye. But instead what they're doing is they're going after TikTok, which they're not really going after TikTok. What they're doing is they're trying to nationalize the internet. We want to protect Americans. Well, guess what, dude? Americans don't need your protection. That's the key. We, we don't need your protection. We don't want your protection. We elect you to secure our freedoms, to protect our freedoms. That's it. We elect you to protect our freedoms, mm-hmm. not, to, not to give us security or make us feel safe. Right. No, that's uh, – see,
1: that's – again, this is where we have these – we have the, the messaging of this whole thing really is sideways. When you say – they say, oh – we're going to protect you from China because China's doing all this data collecting. We haven't been sponsoring Facebook or Microsoft for decades and stealing your information that way. We're, we're, we're helping you with China. It's like, it's not China, man. And the the two different things, one, it was all about money because the American companies that they have been supporting the government uh, is losing ad revenue. And so, you know, the, 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 the uh, Trojan horse to get in is, TikTok's bad we're gonna create this new paradigm we're gonna protect you isn't that what they said with the patriot act that was supposed to protect us but yet when you go through the you go through the um the tsa when tsa pats you down and you take your belt off and your shoes off and you take all your stuff out and put it in a tray and they hold your your driver's license up next to your face and they they do photo recognition between the two with a, a camera that's you know away from you um that's all that's all that's all county processing when you go to county jail that's the exact same process they x-ray you they go through all your stuff they verify who you are they ask you who your name is see when they they, don't they what's your name and you have to state your name on the driver's license right because now they have a voice recording uh, you know face recognition and an x-ray with you going through that system they they have it all matched up and by the way the tsa says they do keep those x-rays on file they do. That's all data collection they keep. So it's okay for the TSA to do it. It's okay for the government to do it. Facial recognition and all this other stuff. But yeah, check out they the like bad the guys. time I do
0: it through the airport. Oh, oh, look, look at Josh's. Pro- looks like he's lost some weight since the last time he was through the airport.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Wait, no, they, they know, they're they're going to model it. Yeah.
0: Ben Franklin said it best, Jim. Those who yes, surrender sir. freedom for security will not have, nor do they deserve, either one.
1: Yeah that's that is and it's that's so prophetic in a way that it's you really guys you should feel a little panic in your heart when josh reads that out loud because you know you know after nine eleven we were all like yeah patriot act yeah
0: get those you know oh yeah we're gonna get them
1: and then here we are right
0: well, in the restrict act, there's nothing more than an extension of the Patriot Act. But, you know, any time that the government says they want to keep you safe, red flags should go up because that's exactly what's happening is they're taking something away. They're taking your freedoms away. And what we're watching right now is the greatest transference of wealth and freedoms this planet has ever seen that we can know of in our recorded history.
1: Yeah. Now, yeah, this is uh, guys. I mean, here's the thing. When you put power or energy into anything, when you say that, you know, I, uh, the thin blue line, this or that, and I'm not trying, I'm I'm not trying to pick a fight with anybody, okay, that's not what I'm trying to do here. But when you put energy behind something, when you sit there and say, hey, I believe this, I believe Trump's the president, I believe Joe Biden is, is, you know, uh, somebody else, okay, that becomes a reality, that becomes more true than you realize, When you believe that, well, Joe's my president, I'm just going to have to put up with it, well, that's the reality you're creating. And I know this sounds a little, you know, whatever, like I'm reading the tea leaves or, you know, playing with the chicken bones here. But I'm saying that in reality, that is what reality is. The double-slit experiment, when we talk about this all the time, when you observe – you know, the photons, you actually see that they make two lines. When you don't observe them, they go scattered. When you observe that Joe Biden is your president, he is your president. When you jo- you observe that pre- you know Trump is your president, then he is your president. And that energy is what they feed off of. When you deal in fear and you live in fear, that builds energy for them. And people do not believe that. They don't believe that energy has anything to do with it, but it really does. We are energy. I mean, physicists have proved this. I mean, this is the sad part. It's like even science has proved we are absolute energy we are energy waves who we are we can you can truly see this in individual that's why when you walk up to some people you're like i don't like that guy oh give him a chance man what are you talking about There's nothing wrong with that guy oh you're crazy i don't like that guy oh man you're just a racist you know whatever right but the problem is is that there's something in there telling you that now it may be that, you know, they have a powerful energy, but they maybe they have actually a true negative evil energy that you're feeling, and that's okay to feel that way, to question that. There's nothing wrong with questioning it. It's whether you act on bad information or good information. You got to find out that for yourself, and guys, we we keep going down this path of we want to believe the worst of everything, but in reality, we can believe in the best of things, and we can shift to that direction very easily it's like you know when they say what was that rice experiment you were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago you know the guy who you know yelled at the rice and it turned moldy but then they said i love you to this other rice in the jar and it it stayed you know pure white i mean that's that's a yeah yeah yeah. that shows true intention that your voice your words actually mean something so don't don't live in the negative, you know, build to a positive. Bounce from a negative to a positive. I talk about that all the time. That's part of the opposite disease these I tell people about. It's like, if you see it's a negative here, well, bounce it to a positive. Oh, it's raining today. But, man, think about all the flowers are going to come out after this. I mean, the, it's going to be so cool when this rain comes through and, you know, it, it opens up the creeks and washes the stuff down and rinses things. It's going to be cool, right? That's a positive point of view for something that other people are like, oh, it's raining outside. No, cool. It's snowing. Well, all right, cool. We're going to have a slow melt, and it's going to saturate the ground and keep the water tables full. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> there's just two different ways to think of it, right?
0: Right, right. There, there's multiple different ways to think about it. And, you know, one thing I find interesting is that the world is heading in the direction that most people think about the most. is, You know, we're all aligned towards this, this negative perspective of how the world's unfolding with the new world order and so forth. And, and we're getting exactly what we're thinking about. And I say that we need to start changing that mindset. We need to start changing that mindset towards a, a more conducive future that, is, is, well, it's more diversified, it's more inclusive. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> no, that a, a future that is more beneficial to, to kind of everybody. Listen, there's, there's plenty of opportunities in the world right now. A lot of those opportunities are going to go away if these people get their way. And we need to start looking at those opportunities, taking advantage of them, rising up the ranks, and, and taking back society, taking back the, the cultural component of society, taking back our political infrastructure. Not everybody's meant to be a politician, and the most of them are politicians. And that's the problem. Mm
1: hmm. I mean, that absolutely is the problem. I mean, when, and, and, okay, it's the, it's the part where they're tainted. Like, I was having a conversation with someone earlier today about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's got a lot of great points. I think she does a lot of great things, but she also kind of goes right up to a topic and then stops like the follow through part, the, the, you know, going all the way through it. There's little things here and there that people stop at. And then that's where you see the politician in them come out is they're out there going rah, 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 rah. And then they all of a sudden stop and like, well, Hey, why did you die out there? What, how come you didn't follow through? You know, that's important. Those are those are important points that we have to think about. Why is some of these politicians we hear them going, what happened to the whole fair tax thing? I thought we were getting rid of the IRS with McCarthy.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. What happened to that? All right, we'll be right yeah. back with Dark to Light show into this.
1: Start to light on the WYSL stations.
0: Bud Light presents
1: Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Male Football Cheerleader. Mr. Male Football Cheerleader. Real men don't just play smash mouth football. Real men turn cartwheels and somersaults on the sidelines, tucked safely away from the action. Fourth down and inches. The game's on the line. It all comes down to you. Will you call for a perky pyramid or a peppy line dance? Get out
0: my shoulders.
1: Knock them back, knock them back, all the way to Hackensack. So grab an ice-cold Bud Light, Mr. Male Football Cheerleader. You may never score a touchdown, but you're peppy. Yeah. That's got to count for something. That's got Light beer
0: at Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Can't touch this. Oh goodness! <laughs> well, they they have definitely fired Can't their best this. marketing people. I can tell you that much. Because uh, yeah. you know, did you see what uh what Kid Rock did?
1: Yeah, yeah. He uh, he wasted some ammo on that stuff. <laughs>
0: he did. And if you go to TikTok, there's TikTok videos everywhere of people. Yeah. Shooting their t- their Bud Light, throwing their Bud Light out, switching it out with Coors Light, which by the way isn't that much better. Um, right. They are they are a woke company too. They're just they they were they were in the midst of changing their marketing campaign to woke, and Bud Light left uh, get let their go first, and Coors is like, okay, well let let's go back to uh, what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do what they did. Whatever they're doing, yeah.
1: let's do the opposite. The best of that.
0: marketing campaign is let Budweiser go woke. And if they were <laughs> smart, that's what they would do is come out with that. Our best marketing campaign, oh. we realized, was to let Budweiser go woke.
1: Mm hmm. No, it's. You know who I don't, owns I, Ford, I, I, right? Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: Hickenlooper. 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 Senator Hickenlooper, former governor of Colorado. Really? Yeah. He owns that? Yeah.
1: Oh wow! I didn't realize that.
0: Oh yeah, and so you want th- He's a Democrat. And that's woke.
1: Well, see, remember when I, I grew up in Arizona? So you know, we were you know when I was a kid, Coors getting Coors. I remember that as the adults would talk about it. When you were kids, see, Coors wasn't didn't go east; they only went west. And so for people to have Coors beer across what was uh what was the Missouri River or something was like a, like nobody had ever had it over there. That was kind of like what the whole smoking the bandit thing was about is getting the beer from Colorado and bringing it out east. Mm. See, there was a whole correlation there, right? So Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Coors was a – there was a whole thing with Coors, and they worked because they kept their stuff refrigerated, and that was the whole thing they had. So it's just kind of neat to see how times have developed and we kind of forget where we came from.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you know, there's uh, – when, when I'm in New York State, there's mm-hmm. really only one beer I'm drinking. Oh, Yeah. And it, it's not Bud Light or Coors. <laughs> it's actually there's a there's a there's a brewery in in that neighborhood that's that's fantastic. I, I like craft beer, so uh Mortalis Brewery if anybody checks it out, just one of my favorite breweries. Absolutely awesome. They they make really good beer. But um yeah, no, I, I like beer, but I don't I haven't been drinking much beer lately. I've been drinking a lot of um whiskey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan. Uh, never big, a beer, big beer guy. So, and I don't drink very often at all. So I I mean, not that I haven't had a drink or I haven't been drunk. I have, uh, but I don't drink, but when I do, it's like, Hey, just give me a little bit of whiskey and I'll sip on that for a while. Uh, sipping whiskey is a real thing. And, uh, if you open up whiskey with a little bit of water, just like you open up your wine with a little bit of water, people realize that it actually takes away a lot of the gas that, that, uh, the water helps bring out the flavors in it, so wh- that's why you put wh- whiskey in ice with a splash of water because it opens up those flavors. But again, that's uh, very little little known knowledge
0: out there. Interesting. Well, I I, I always have a big old big circle of ice mm-hmm. inside my whiskey, so there you usually go. by the end more of surface that, area. Uh, yeah, more surface area and, and the chilled whiskey definitely goes down a lot smoother. We actually, yeah. uh, we have Fringe Fridays. We, we we started calling it Whiskey Fridays.
1: <laughs> I have participated you, in your uh, your uh, Fringe Fridays before. And, yeah. and In fact, we were on uh, this one last weekend. That was a pretty good one. We really got, uh, got to talk about a lot of stuff. But uh, if you do whiskey, also if you do whiskey, put a lime in it, squeeze a lime in there. That will help change the flavor a little bit. The citrus uh, opens it up. So... Uh, squeeze a lime in there. I know it sounds fruity or whatever, but
0: there's a there's a definite benefit to it. Yep. Well, yep. and there's a lot of good craft whiskeys out there. You know, I had uh, right. one of my favorites out there is the uh, the Dalmore. If you've ever had Dalmore, absolutely fantastic. But the Dalmore five year, or sorry, the Dalmore Delme- Dalmore twelve year. Oh my uh-huh. goodness! Oh, so good, so good, so good. Well, there um,
1: was um. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no, and then Buffalo Trace, if you can find it. Right. Maple,
1: um, Jim Beam had a few years back, this was back when I was playing rugby. I played rugby up through 2016, and uh, Jim Beam had a maple whiskey, Mm -hmm. and I sat there on the side of a rugby field one time, and and I just was like, well, I was waiting, there was a... Another B side match going on, and I was sitting there and I just started sipping on the. I just started sipping on this one. I'm like, wow, this, is, this tastes like pancakes. And as I'm just kind of, you know, standing there on the sideline watching the other side, watching the B side uh, play their game. You know, I just kind of kept sipping on it, and <laughs> I didn't realize that I had kind of sipped on about half of that bottle. <laughs> oh, God. It was like, oh, I was like, what did I just do, man? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. And yeah, I had. Kind of got ahead of myself because it was so sweet tasting that, that like i guess it tastes like pancakes yep. and so you just kind of sipping on it and i'm like and i and i was like i didn't realize like oh man i'm in trouble now and uh so it took me a little while to get back to uh get back to normal but yeah there's some of those out there that are pretty dangerous i never was a big uh what was that uh the fireball stuff with the cinnamon i don't that uh, little um, but no, that maple Jim Beam was actually pretty cool, So, but that well, was years back. And, and that's the
0: thing, is those things can get incredibly dangerous because mm-hmm. they taste so good. I typically like alcohols that don't taste really good but kind of have that nice sip feel to where you get like maybe a little astringence, you get some of those tannins, you get a little bit of the pepper... Right, mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's not that good. But then like after a few sips, you're like, oh, that, that, that's kind of nice. I, I kind of like that, yeah. right? <laughs> because it keeps you from consuming mass amounts of it. Right. And, and that's yeah, really that's important because a- you don't want to consume mass amounts of it.
1: Well, that's – yeah. And, that, and the other thing is too is your body actually goes into a um, whole process. And we've talked about this a little bit before that – Alcohol is actually a poison to your body, so it does. Once it goes in, it starts creating all these sympathetic effects that your body is going in and processing to get the alcohol out. And uh, so there is a, a point where your body can you can get alcohol poisoning. Uh, was it beer before liquor, never sicker, um, because your liquor your stomach processes. Beer, no <laughs> yeah, yeah, liquor before beer, no fear. Um, so that when you put beer in your stomach, there's different enzymes to break down beer. Well, that sets up your your body for going for that direction. Well, then if you throw liquor in behind there or whiskey in behind, well, your body's not set up for that. So it saturates differently and it'll make you sick. Uh, I accidentally did that. I don't know, it was probably about 13 years ago, went to a car show and was sipping on some beer and, and then uh, came across to, oh yeah, give me some whiskey. And oh, whew, I had forgot about that math and I paid for it. It was not a good deal. That's our, that's our, uh, that was our day of alcohol uh, show. (laughs) Or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Budweiser sucks now. So there we go.
0: No Budweiser. Throw it out. All right, guys. Much appreciated. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Take care. Have a good day. See you guys.